Welcome everybody. We are live. My name is Jason Aponte. I am Andrew Pasquini. We're working. That's it. We're working over here. That's it. Let's go Niners. Let's go Niners. Oh man, we are live. It is new Sprint Ride Option Podcast, part of the Blue Wire Hustle Network. I am Andrew Pasquini, co-host of this wonderful, wonderful podcast, alongside the co-host of this wonderful, amazing podcast, Jason Aponte. And, and guys, just just quick announcement. Might be a little short. Jason Aponte has an ouchy back, so he can't sit up that long. Uh, so so if, if this is a shorter episode, we apologize. But we wanted to. Jason's committed, the hardest working man on 49ers Twitter. I've been saying it for years. I've only known him for a year. Hardest working man on 49ers Twitter. Jason Aponte, how are you doing today? Uh, I yelled my back out yesterday, so I think that's really what happened. I mean, I didn't even know it was possible, but I think old age is catching up with me. But, you know, it might be time to hang it up and, and look at greener pastures in other ways. So one thing I want to say, if you guys are watching the show on YouTube right now, please hit that like button. Make sure you're subscribed. The like actually helps us out, sends it up in yes. the algorithm, gets more eyes on the content. And if you're if you're new here, make sure you subscribe and hit that notification bell. There's going to be content all week, and we'll have another sprint right option this week as well too. Jason is D Ford. That's perfect. I love it, man. I love it. The difference is, no, it's not the difference. I wouldn't give the money back. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that, know, that, that, I think that's yeah, fair. We were literally just talking about Jason Aponte would hold out to get that band. We were literally having that conversation. Absolutely. Um, Listen, man, Route Runner, if you want us to be upset, we can be upset. I, well, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we're here to talk 49ers, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, it didn't go exactly how anybody wanted it to go. Uh, I believe it was, what, 30 to 23. That was the final because I missed PAT. I don't know who would miss PATs. Uh, we don't need to say that name. Um, no, Robbie Gold missed PAT to make it 23. Um, but... Jason Aponte has said many times on this podcast, the NFL is a week-to-week-to-week league, right? Jason, you've said that. I've heard you say it at least once or twice. Correct. Um, And boy, oh boy, is it wild that after the Niners beat the Vikings, we're looking at the schedule and saying, well, they can beat Cincinnati. They can can beat Atlanta. They can beat Tennessee. And it's weird how after a loss like yesterday, all of a sudden I'm questioning everything. Can they beat Cincinnati? Can they? The Atlanta, they're only, Atlanta's only one game behind the Niners. Um, I don't know what point I want to start with and what point I'm even making. Uh, I'm, I guess my point is, is yesterday sucked. Yeah. I think that's really the best way to put it. Yeah, and I think all of the things that we've warned against and what just came to fruition in a nightmare scenario, everything. The 49ers were not able to run the ball and sustain drops. The 49ers were sloppy. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't have a particularly good game. Seattle's, nice magic, Seattle's magic came back. Doomsday scenario. Literally everything that we warned against, anything that could have went wrong, Murphy's Law, anything that could go wrong went wrong. And that's what prompted last night's outburst from me. Hey. Because there's few things that you can control in this league. There's few things that you can plan out week to week that you, you, you know, hey, we're going to do this. Yeah, everybody's got a plan. Everyone's got a plan. But I expect certain people to step up. That's why when we named Jimmy Garoppolo the MVP of this game that we thought it would be, it was because I didn't suspect that they were going to be able to run the ball 40 times. It's because I expected Seattle to empty the tank, fake punt. It's because I expected the 49ers to get Seattle's best punch. That's Mm -hmm. what I was talking about. So if Mm -hmm. I seemed a little upset yesterday, I'm good now. 
I yelled that out. We're good. If I'm I happy. I'm happy I could finally do this audibly now. My favorite thing about Jason when he yells is he doesn't yell. He just emphasizes words. And you know I, he's like, you cannot tell me that Jimmy Garoppolo is the right quarterback for this team. That's how Jason Aponte does it. Um, but that's yeah. why But that's why it's, it's, again, all of those things I expected to happen. And mm-hmm. they all happen. But I expected a little bit more. Not perfect. No. And obviously there is no quarterback that's perfect. But that's what got me so upset about yesterday. I expected yeah. a little bit more. There, there is really two main features you can look at why the 49ers lost this game. That is special teams, and that is James Garoppolo. That, that's, that's the two reasons they lost this game. The special teams was not good at all. The, the fake punt, missed PAT, Travis Benjamin fumbling uh, the, the kickoff return, things like that. And obviously the Travis Benjamin one a little harder to control because of what happened to Trent Cannon on the first play of the game, which hopefully he recovers soon. Uh, not the way you want to start a football scary. game at all. Prayer, Very scary. Up, pos- positive energy to you, Trent Cannon. I understand that they're saying it's a concussion, but man, nobody ever wants to see that. And no. I hope that you're fine. We, we we definitely hope he's fine. But so, so obviously the Benjamin won a little, you know, there, there's a reason it ha- he's not the return man. So things like that. Um, but really the brunt of this episode, at least the negative part, because Jason, the weird thing is the, the thing about this game is a lot of these people or a lot of people on 49ers Twitter are acting like everything was bad, doom and gloom yesterday. I think there was a lot, a lot of bright spots yesterday. It's just these, the two big parts that, that really cost the game or the special teams and, and Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, th- those interceptions are up there with two of the worst throws I've ever seen. Just plain and simple. I mean, we're used to the the linebacker thing. I mean, if you watch the film on him, and he doesn't even see he he looks at Wagner right as he turns around on the play action, and like instantly locks eyes with Sherfield, and almost like like Wagner didn't even register he was there. And then the interception, he's throwing it into double double coverage, and then he just launches it over. And and if 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 Garoppolo's two interceptions are two balls that you can live with, like a drop ball, like kind of like the Gerald Everett interception, like that's not on Garoppolo. That just happens. Uh, you know, you can maybe live with it, but he just wasn't good yesterday. Yeah, unfortunately, he wasn't. And a lot of the other things that we were afraid of kind of reared their ugly heads. And Jimmy not playing his best game in Seattle. Josh Norman not punching out any fumbles, but getting cooked all game. No, he, he had a good it, incomplete call. Reared its ugly head again. And that's the trade off. It was a ticking time bomb. I tried to tell you, but you want to live with forced fumbles. Fine. He forces fumbles. He also does not force any completions and does not force receivers to drop balls. <laughs> and now Emmanuel Mosley's injured. Yes. And now Cincinnati, they have some pretty good receivers. Jamar Tate, he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. T. Higgins, he's pretty good. Cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. Josh Norman, DB1, baby. Everything's coming up 49ers, man. (laughs) Good time for for really everything to start turning up roses for the Niners. Just a touchdown in the uh, Monday night game. Uh, Long touchdown run for Harris. Um, Oh, that's fine. Yeah, man. Like, I, yeah, I guess, I guess when I say big reasons they lost, it, it, I guess forgetting the the cornerback play because I mean Emmanuel Mosley being gone, they tried Diamador Lenore, uh, and then all of a sudden Dante Johnson was in. Um, it's almost like we said at the start of the season, Jason, the cornerback depth is going to be a big issue, and it, and here we are, here we are with Josh Norman at DB one. Here we are with just really no DB two at this point. 
I mean, maybe I, it, it's really getting to a point, Jason, where they're going to, I like, I think they need to play Hufanga more at safety mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and pull Ward up to play more corner because like th- that, that's really the best solution I have off the top of my head. It's just, it's all bad in 49ers world right now, just because of this one loss in Seattle. And I, I mean, I, I guess the worst way to put it is half of Seattle's win this season wins this season have come against the 49ers and there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, the special teams is especially concerning just because mm-hmm. in Minnesota, it failed you and it failed you again because that fake punt is nothing more than preparation. They saw the alignment. You got beat. You were out of position. What do you guys practice? Hightower, what do you do, man? Yeah. I, I I don't understand. Robbie Gold made a 50-yarder. Congrats on that. Missed extra point. I take my claps back. Cool. Mitch Wisnowski. <laughs> 32-yard punt. Cool. I can get Avery to do that. Just, I mean, if you're a fourth-rounder, I expect you to boom that thing to the one and put it down every single time. Sorry that I have lofty expectations for a punter who was drafted. Apologies. But the special teams unit let them down. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo isn't the only reason this team lost. Penalties. Here's what I want to tell 49ers fans. What a difference a week makes, and here's Mm -hmm. why. Mike Zimmer went to the press and complained about penalties, and you told him to shut up and stop crying. And now, this week, you are crying about penalties. Funny how quickly that happens. How the turns table. One more thing. Tom Compton. Carlos Dunlap. Did we call that? Cooked. Did, did we call that? Little did bit. we call that? Little okay. Because when the running game isn't working, and you can't scheme around Tom Compton, and you force him to block... Oh, wow. Wait, I thought we didn't miss Mike McGlinchey. One more thing. Carlos Dunlap played four snaps last week against the Washington football team. Four. And look at him this week. Reborn. (laughs) Regenerated. Almost like Wolverine. Funny how things work. In this league, you do not run the ball 40 times every week. You do not do what you want to do every single week. And you Mm -hmm. especially do not do whatever you want. In Seattle. I thought we weren't going to miss Mike McGlinchey. Oh, okay. That's cool. Dope how that works out, right? Again, Tom Compton, ticking time bomb. Josh Norman, ticking time bomb. Jimmy Garoppolo, ticking time bomb. Special teams, ticking time bomb. All happened at the right time. A perfect storm of disaster in the same game, in a game you had to have. Funny how that works. Funny how that works. Yeah, and, and we haven't even talked about how different the offense looks without Debo Samuel and really how different the offense looks without a consistent second running back. This isn't even just a Debo Samuel thing. Um, I mean, Elijah Mitchell is the only running back who got a carry yesterday. Uh, I know Jeff Wilson had a, he had an 11-yard run that got called back on a Trent Sherfield holding, and Sherfield didn't have a particularly good game either. He had a couple pretty bad penalties. Brandon Ayuk either. Um, Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, but but I I think it's time to say with at least Elijah Mitchell that yeah he's he's a very talented running back. He what, what's the word you use, Jason? Bell cow? Is that what you, you say? can't? But he's not again. Just because he's doing that doesn't mean he should be doing that. Exactly. And I, that, that was my point. Yeah, right. I like like that's my point. Is is, is he's not he's not the, he's not going to be a feature. He he's going to get every carry. He needs some help. 
And Debo Samuel has been that help. And like, I mean, Shanahan even got a run attempt to Kittle yesterday. So he, I think he knows, um, he, he knows about, you know, the, the struck, struggling of the second running back. And gold-blooded, uh, thank you for the donation. Shannon, thank you for the play donation, calling buddy. a ticking time bomb, read option, Jimmy G. I read, I don't know, if, I, I read Grant's tweet that Shanahan said something about that play. Is that what Shanahan actually said? Okay, I wasn't so, sure Shanahan was, or yeah, so Shanahan, was making a tweet. Shanahan, Shanahan said he called that play not expecting the quarterback to keep the ball, right. which is why uh, Lance was not in. Here's the other thing. Did you hear what Jimmy Garoppolo said after the game? No, I actually kind of just zoned everything out. The la- Andrew was very sad last night. It was a very sad okay. way, Andrew. Put your put your fingers in your ears, guys, because Jason's gonna cuss. Because I'm going to directly, I'm going to directly quote Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, okay. I was gonna say, are you, if you no. cuss at Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm gonna have to cut no. that off. But he cussed. When you. when asked about the zone read play, he responded with a chuckle and ha, some shit happened. Great answer, bud. Appreciate you. Real yeah, good. I. You know, I don't like that that I, I didn't like the play call, but it obviously makes sense if Garoppolo wasn't supposed to keep the ball there. Um, and I mean, that play was also called back for an illegal snap. Yeah. So they wound up punting anyway, which which, which ended up being a booming 32 yard punt. <laughs> Appreciate you, Mitch Wisnowski. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take every shot. Hey, I hey, hey I, guess, I guess the 32 yard punts better than the uh, fourth down counting and, and Jimmy losing a yard. But, you know. Here nor there, because I mean, it's just it's all bad. Um, what what else? What else can we cover that's bad? Because I want to get to the positives to wrap this. Yeah, there thing is up. positives. Because there's a there ton is. of positives. I just yeah. I just want to clear out all the negative. Um, I I mean, what what else was there? Uh, we hit special teams. We, we talked about quarterback. I mean, I don't know how much we can say the quarterback position at this point because everybody knew it. Oh, I I don't want to hear about quarterbacks wins and losses anymore. I, I'm tired of it. Um, I'm really tired of it. Because if, if the Niners would have came back and won that game, which they were very much in a position to do, they were very much in a position to win that game. Oh yeah, um, we would have we would have added a one to the column of Jimmy Garoppolo's win loss record, as if he was a big reason. So so to me, I don't I don't want to hear win loss uh, anymore, just anymore. Um, we had another good Kyle Uzcheck wheel route that was missed that got a very good Kyle Shanahan reaction. Um, those are always good. I, I why is it always use check? Why is use check always the one being missed? Because it's hard to 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 when he slips out of that backfield, it puts pressure on a linebacker who can't cover him. I love it. I think it's genius because nobody ever sees it coming, and he uses sparingly enough. Yeah, no, no. I'm not asking why it's always use check mm-hmm. on the wheel route. I love that. Why is it always use check getting overthrown on the wheel route? Is oh yeah, question. It's always oh, use check yeah. getting overthrown. Oh yeah, well we saw Nick Mullins do it last year, same thing. But it's it's a very nice play, and you know what? That should have told you everything that Kyle felt in that game, mm-hmm. because he pulls that play out when he needs a spark, mm-hmm. when he feels that the offense is stagnant, when he wants to get a layup throw that turns into an explosive, and not because it was an amazing throw or anything like that. It's just because he's usually running by himself, and if he catches that ball in stride, he's going down the field. So that should have told you how he felt about how Jimmy Garoppolo came out and was sailing passes immediately. And then, you know, again, oh you miss miss Bobby, you miss Bobby Wagner. Uh, His, I mean, it just it's it's here's the thing. It's predetermined where he wants to go with the ball. You get him under shock, or you get him under center, he play fakes and he turns and he's like, I'm just throwing the ball there. I'm not gonna look to see if the defender's there. I'm not gonna try to pre-diagnose where he's going to be. Throw the ball. Whatever. And when he throws it, he jumps up in the air like, ah, man, yeah, you know what? There's guys waiting for you to do that. Um, And it's year eight. 
it's year four in this uh on this roster. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and un- underneath linebackers are John Cena to to John, uh, to Jimmy Garoppolo, bro. Like I just don't get it, man. I just don't get it, man. Yeah, I, I mean, we should have known it was going to be a weird game for Garoppolo uh, after his first pass. The the he had I, I I took out my phone and recorded it, recorded the time. He had five point zero two seconds on the very first play of the game. Didn't move, didn't move, didn't try and move the pocket, and then overthrew Kittle. I, yeah. I mean that that should have been a sign it was going to be at least a minimum a weird Jimmy Garoppolo game. Um, yeah, but and here we are. One more thing. Why? Why are Seattle games absolutely bonkers? They're like fun, that man. game. That, that that was not fun. I oh, was sorry, not having look, fun as as a football. Sorry, let me let me as a football fan, not having any biases, I can see how that was a fun game to watch. That was a forty nine er. As a forty nine er fan, half. we don't like it. Drunk first half. No yeah. idea how the forty ers even had that score. I, I just I I like the amount of things going back and forth. And also one more thing: petition Kevin Harlan to do every single forty nine er game. I don't want to oh. hear it. That's it. Every single time. Any. I don't care. You need to get him on there. This game is out of the control. I yeah. just, I, he's perfect, man. I, love I thought him, it was man. hilarious when he said like halfway through the second quarter, though, so much has happened. I forgot, we forgot to mention Tom Compton's at right tackle. And I'm like, Jason Aponte is already well aware of this, Kevin Harlan. Thank you very much. And you're trolling me at this point. Yes. I mean, it's just like, it's like literally Kevin Harlan's like, watch me mess with Jason Aponte right here on this one. It's like, um, man. I, I guess I guess just to run over the weirdness of the first half because I have the notes. Seahawks open the game with their fake punt, seventy-five yards. Uh, not great, not great, Bob. Uh, Niners punt. Seattle has a fumble. Uh, Niners recover. Jimmy Garoppolo then throws the touchdown to Kittle. Um, Seattle then has to punt. Garoppolo throws his picks or his interception. The Seahawks miss a field goal. Uh, the Niners then get the. Uh, uh, the two yard touchdown run from Mitchell. And that's just the first quarter. Um, gold hits the 50 yard field goal. Uh, Peterson gets a touchdown that puts him in the top 10 of all time. Scoring of touchdown. Of course. Which, of course, Adrian Peterson wearing the same helmet as 2006. I mentioned that on Twitter. I think that's amazing. Um, Kittle's touchdown. We haven't talked about, I guess we'll talk about that in the positive side, uh, his tiptoeing touchdown. Um, and then the, the, I, I I didn't even want to remember this because I forgot it. And this is why I write notes. Final drive of the first half for Seattle. 23 to 14. The Seahawks have, I think, like a minute 50. Two horrendous, two horrendous roughing the passer calls. Gives them a free 30 yards on a drive. They only need to go 65 yards for a touchdown. They had no timeouts. No timeouts. That is where the game really changed because the Niners should have a bare minimum gone into halftime up 23 to 17. Let's just give them, let's give them the field goal. Let's give them the field goal and say 23-17. You you say, you say maybe they get that field goal. Maybe Robbie Gold makes the PAT. Maybe the safety doesn't happen, which I forgot about that too. And now I'm angry about the safety. You see how this is happening, Jason? Mm-hmm. And maybe they can kick a field goal to win the game in the fourth quarter there. But you know, two two roughing the pa- passer calls, which just not good. At least Kyle Shanahan says something that made me feel good. At least that if they would have scored on that last drive, they were going for two for the win. That, uh, that's I what I was that. saying, man. I don't want to play it. overtime there. Yeah, no, you yeah. Don't, on the road. On the road, you don't play for overtime, especially no. when you're when your kicker can't make PATs. You go oh. for two. You go for the you go for the win, and you get out of the building. Like that would have been the move. Now that's a moot point. Doesn't matter because it never happened. Yes. But yeah, uh, again. You knew the game was gonna go a weird way when Travis Homer takes that fake punt to the crib, like or, or off the rip. You're just like, oh, here we go. 
Here we go. Whatever can go wrong will go wrong, and here we go. We're we're locked into a Seattle game. That was a sign of a desperate team. That was Mm -hmm. a sign of them emptying the tank, which we said they were going to. That was their Super Bowl. They're not going anywhere. They're officially eliminated from winning the NFC West. Eliminated. They Mm -hmm. won. They're eliminated. They their their chance of making the 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 playoffs is zero is point zero one, mm-hmm. literally. Like yeah. it's it's not gonna happen. But yeah, it's just Seattle. It's just how it goes. But hey, I don't want to talk about the, the the negatives too much longer. We we don't. Um, th- we good? That 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 safety that's on Jimmy Garoppolo and on Tom Compton. Both. Yeah. Okay. All right. We good? We're, we we positive. We positive. New episode spent right off from podcast. We're gonna be positive. Um. Spoiler alert, in no particular order of my three stars of the game, I'm just going to name them in a random order because these are the three guys I want to talk about. Uh, no order right now. You'll get an order later. George Kittle, Aziz Alshair, and DJ Jones. Those three balled out. Absol- Aziz Alshair. Aziz Alshair. I'm smacking my desk because I, I am so fired up. He had to be good yesterday. He had to be good yesterday. The Niners had no linebackers outside of Aziz Alshair yesterday. I know DFF, DFF exists. I'm talking rotational linebackers because the Niners rotate through three of them. Two of the three were missing. Aziz Alshair had to be good yesterday. So what did he do? Easily the best game of his career. Maybe the best game by a linebacker the 49ers have seen since blank. I don't know. Um, Aziz Alshair is maybe, spoiler, my first star and maybe the most deserving of a first star out of any 49er this season. I know Debo's had a few very good games. Y'all starting to see the vision? Yeah. Stop talking to me about Dre Greenlaw. I don't know. If the the Niners win that game, Aziz Alshair has his play in Seattle at the goal line that gets him the starting linebacker job to 49ers Twitter for three years. Hey, I've got more positives, actually, and they're on the defensive line. Guess who else had a good game? Nick Bosa. Eric Armstead. Eric Armstead, very good game. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, very good game. No, they not were trade Fred Warner. Wilson. Not trade Fred Warner. That's not what we're doing. We're not we're trading not Fred Warner. Warner. I, I Fred think the Warner. laughing no, no, no. emoji is a joke. Yeah, I hope so. Boomer. Boomer. <laughs> My back's a boomer. <laughs> but yeah, are you starting to see the vision now with Aziz? So for when all you guys yelled at me about, whoa, remember 2019? No one cares. It's 2021. Aziz Al is playing out of his mind. Play the guy now. I don't care about 2019. If 2019 was money, then we'd be rich right now, right? But mm-hmm. I don't care. Jimmy Garoppolo is not the guy from 2019. Aziz Al is better than Dre Greenlaw. Stop talking about Dre Greenlaw. I don't care when he comes back, and I hope he does because it brings back depth. But don't ever tell me that he needs yeah. to come off the field now. Come on, man. What are you looking at? Yeah, and, and he – I just – I am so hurt and upset that – we're going to forget about Aziz Alshair's game because the Niners lost this game, right? Like, uh-huh. like history's not going to remember it. What do you have, like 14 tackles? 16 tackles. 11 oh. solo, five assisted, one tackle for loss, one quarterback hit, half of a sack, uh, and a forced fumble. Goodness gracious. That's a that's a that's like a sextuplet single for those who play NBA games. You know, like a double-double, it's like a sextuplet single. He, he just stuffed the stat sheet, man. And, it? and he... It just bothers me because that play, the force fumble at the goal line with the Niners down seven, the clock is running out. The Seahawks can just kick a field goal and, and win the game. And Alshair punches it out of the goal line. And the Niners get it. And, and they put themselves in a position to win the game. And and I, I just I, – I think that's the thing that stuck with me the most in this loss that we're not going to remember. And, yes, Fred Warner goes back to the mic. That's yeah. – 
Fred Warner goes back to the mic. I, I listen, like I get, I get the excitement, everybody. I get the excitement of Aziz Alshair, but we got to remember Fred Warner is Fred Warner. Uh, he is the quarterback of this defense. He always will be. Alshair had a great game, but let's let's keep it in the scope of things. Yeah, and Alshair is doing it in his first start at Mike, and yes. that it makes it all the more impressive. And yeah, resign that man, extend that man. Don't don't allow him to walk out that door. Don't even let anybody else offer him something now no. that he's restricted. Don't get it done. Do it now. Do it right mm -hmm. now. Fix it. Find a way, you know, with the magical cap, Paragmarate, wizard time. Time for you to figure out some numbers uh, and, and help somebody since you're the best. Um, that's complete sarcasm. But, yeah, um, at this point. But, yes, pay Aziz Alshair. Happy for you, young man. Ball out. Continue to ball out. George Kittle, I'm so happy for you, bro. I am. What a game. Yeah. What a game. First multi-touchdown game of his career. Unreal. Can't believe that that's something that was a thing. Really can't. That touchdown up the sideline, beautiful. How that throw. That throw. To, from Jimmy Garoppolo completed one pass of his first four. And it was that throw to George Kittle. And, hey, whatever. A little bit high, cool. You put it in a place where only he can get it. Good throw, Jimmy. Nice catch, Kittle. Thank you, George. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. You're still the man. And you're still putting these people on notice. The 49ers have three players on their team that could possibly be the best at their position. Not possibly. Yeah. One of them is. Trent Williams is. Trent Williams George is. Kittle, George Kittle has a shot. And Kyle Juszczyk is the best fullback in football. And you have three players that, mm -hmm. that have that claim. And you should be happy. And George Kittle was great in this game. Happy for you, man. I don't know how he stayed on the sideline that long. That was insane. I've never seen them tightrope that long. I was waiting for and and like my favorite thing about those plays, especially when it's your favorite team, is watching the replay the first time and knowing they ruled a touchdown. And you just watch like I was sitting in my room alone, Jason, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm just watching this replay, just like super close like this, because this is my screen, and I'm just like in, 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 and like each step going in bounds, like you're just getting louder with in, in, and he scores a touchdown. So so I mean Kittle. Kittle played his mind out. Uh, nine nine receptions, 181 yards, 12 targets. I believe the 12. I don't remember my halftime tweet. I believe he had seven at the end of the first half. Ten was the most targets he's seen in a game this year, which coincidentally was the Seahawks game the first time. So 12 targets is his most in a game this season thus far. And that's why he gets the targets. I mean, he's very – George Kittle's very good at football. I guess that's the best way to put it. Absolutely. Yes, happy for you, man. That was really good as well. Yeah. Um, Elijah Mitchell – he played fine. I mean, the, the Seattle Seahawks bottled him up, though, yeah. because they were stopping the run. They were selling out for the run, 21 for 57. But this was exactly what I was talking about, about when everybody came at me about, well, he's a bell cow. It's not because that's what they want to do. And now he's in concussion protocol because you should not be giving a man 30 touches of the football. Derrick Henry might be the only one. Jonathan Taylor, you might be the only yeah. one. Elijah Mitchell, just because you have been doing it doesn't mean you should be doing it. Mm. And it's completely out of necessity and not out of some philosophy change. Also, one more one more thing. Hi, guys. My name is Jason Hi. Aponte, and I had a really, really spicy take about Javante Williams and Elijah Mitchell. How did Javante Williams look on Sunday when he got the full uh, load, huh? Yeah, full load. Laugh about that. How do he look? How do he look? Okay, cool. Because when I say things, it's all because I'm a hater and I'm a clickbaiter. But you understand that other people play football in this league, right? Yep. Okay. I just want to have a little positive vibe because amidst all of the loss and everything, it's really cool to put my TV on and watch Javante Williams touch the ball 30 times and absolutely dominate because that's what he should be doing. But, hey, 
I'm, I get it. He doesn't play for the 49ers. You guys don't want to hear that. I apologize. <laughs> no, Jason, all, all the 49ers players are best at what they do. That's just what the it is. The best in the world. And best there's never the been it. Yeah. Never. Yeah. 54 defending time Super Bowl champion. Um, uh, what other names do I have? Oh, um, I can't forget very key 49er yesterday, Gerald Everett. Uh, just <laughs> thank you. Shout out to him, man. Uh, what was Did it? Did you Two know he used to play basketball? <laughs> they like to remind us with that with every tight end. With er- or every player. Did you know Antonio Gates played t- basketball? Did you know that? Did you know Kai Juszczyk went to Harvard? What? Oh, my God, dude. Okay, sidebar. Um, I was watching the game with my friend and, uh, you know, over over Skype, whatever, whatever the hell we call it nowadays, Zoom, TikTok, whatever. Um, TikTok. <laughs> and and uh, I, I was talking to his girlfriend, too, who doesn't really watch football. And uh, she's like, oh, I like that guy's – Heine, she used Heine. I'm like, and I so I jokingly instinctually said with Yushek, as we always do, did you know he went to Harvard? And she said uh, he has a Harvard grade Heine. So if you need a scouting report on Kyle Yushek, just remember Harvard grade Heine. That's all you need to know. Per per Trish, I know she's not listening. Josh is probably showing you that I'm saying this now. Hi, Josh. Uh, but yeah, so Yushek, uh, yeah, he went to Harvard. We knew that. Um, another name I wanted to mention was Jordan Willis. He had a sack. Good game. He did. Claps. Arden the Key. defensive line. The defensive line played well in this game. Everybody except D- for that last drive, right? And DJ Jones in the first half. And, and DJ, DJ Jones. Jones. DJ Jones, which which I guess is our transition. Three stars. Sure, let's we do good? it. My back. We my ready? back's holding up. Yeah, my, my back's back is up. holding up. He carries the weight of this podcast on his back. That's why it is sore. Jason Aponte, who's your third star? My third star is. Hmm. No, I can't say him. I'm gonna say it's uh, Nick Bosa. Okay. And Nick Bosa was great in this game. Uh, again, he he had a few chances at sacks, but you know Nick Bosa never gets any calls ever. So it's just it's just the strangest thing. It's like you watch this man get put in headlocks and they never call anything. But you know, God forbid, a forty nine er player puts a hand on somebody else in this God game and and they're gonna get called out. So yeah, Nick Bosa for me is number three. My number three is D J Jones. Uh, nice. Seven tackles, two tackles for loss. Uh, force fumble, just like Aziz Al-Shair. Um, I wish I could go more into specifics. Haven't watched the film on the defense yet. I'll probably have more thoughts on him exactly on Friday. Um, but he was all over the place, man. You, you you saw him. You heard him. I you know I don't have the specifics on exactly how well he played, but he was all over the place. He balled out. Maybe his best game as a Niner. Um, and and he's he's really. I mean, yesterday was a day where it's like, hey, the middle of the Niners line played very well, and DJ Jones was a very large part of that. Yeah, absolutely. Second star for me, George Kittle. And uh, yeah, for all the things that I talked about before, uh, big players make big uh, plays in big games. And George Kittle was that. And he was electric, man. Where would this team have been without that tiptoe touchdown? And yeah. and the throw to, to Jimmy on that first one was really nice. And George Kittle was was really, really good in this game. And it's it's always a pleasure, no matter the 49ers record, to watch him play football. And we're very lucky to have him. And yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, he just – what else can you say about the kid? Hey, guess what? George Kittle's my number two star, too. So then we know who number one is. I think we – yeah, we'll do the countdown thing here in a minute because it's, it's it's everybody's favorite thing to do. It's, it's really yeah. – people at home probably count along with us. It's, a, it's mm. the thing we do. Um, yeah, George Kittle, man. I mean, he was the offense yesterday. He was the offense yesterday. He was the offense yesterday. Um, I mean, without him, the, the Niners – offense doesn't produce like that's just kind of what it was uh Ayuk didn't really do anything use check was used Trent Sherfield was too busy holding and blocking in the oh, back wow. Jawan Jennings isn't consistently there yet 
he he's fine, but he, you know, he's not a guy you're going to give a lion's share of the snaps quite yet. Um, George Kittle was there, man. And, and that's really all I can say about Kittle. Um, and, and it really, George Kittle would have been the number one star if it wasn't for the number one, my number one star, uh, having a career day, Jason Aponte on the count of three, one, two, three, Aziz Aziz Al-Shair. That's a little harder to do than Debo Sam. I feel like there's more syllables going on there, but you know, we, we know what we're doing. Uh, Aziz Al-Shair, as I said, as I said, um, career game and I'll let Jason talk about it because I've, I've talked a lot about Aziz already. First game wearing the green helmet. We get the green dot on the helmet in Seattle. I worried that Fred Warner's loss would be much more hard to digest than Debo Samuel. Which we were wrong about. How wrong were we? We we take credit of what we're right on. We take credit what we're wrong on. How wrong was I I about that? You know, Mm -hmm. I expected Brandon Ayuk to be a little bit more involved. They threw a tunnel screen to him. He dropped it, unfortunately. Made a nice catch on on an out route. You know, I kind of looked at the tape a little bit. He was wide open on certain throws, and you could see his body language and whatever. That's fine. But, uh, man, Aziz Al-Shair, for what you're getting, undrafted free agent. Again, for every time that we get upset when the 49ers swing and miss on a draft pick, you have to give them their just due when they find an undrafted free yeah. agent. Now, whether you believe that's something that is a bit of a detriment or something where it's like, well, they go to that well too much, it's still hard to do. Emmanuel Mosley was playing incredible, and his loss is going to be monumental for this team, mm-hmm. especially considering who they have next week coming up. But again, for every time that we get on them about, Hey man, you missed on this pick. You could have taken this player. You have to give them their just do when they find undrafted free agents, develop them and not only just develop them into solid players. Ziz Al-Shair is trending in the right direction and playing like a star this year may not be a pro bowl, nod, any of those things may not get the national recognition, but who cares yeah. right now? He's playing bet. He's playing the best football of all the linebackers on the team this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I don't I, think that that's a stretch. No, I think that's been the case for a few weeks. Like, like he he has been the best linebacker on the Niners for for a few weeks now. That's nothing against Fred Warner; he's been playing well. It's just the level that Aziz Al Shair has been playing at. And yesterday, man, we got to see it. Uh, he did a little bit of it. He almost had an interception too. I forgot about that. He almost he just couldn't quite get there. Um, it, I mean, I already really said my bit on on. Um, Aziz Al-Shair. So, so I guess if you want to hear my reasoning, rewind to that part because I pretty much said everything I wanted to say there. Um, Jason, it's not as fun to do this week, uh, but the continued segment of where the 49ers are in the playoff race is, is still a thing. It's going to exist until there's a knee by their name because we're at that point of the year. Well, for- let's do something else positive. Okay. We want to do one more positive before I do the playoff thing? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do one more positive. A certain team of a certain person who is a follower of this podcast that continues to be in the I comments yes. and they beat a team that Don is Burr. right behind the 49ers shout out to the lions shout, shout out, out don to burr. don burr don burr I hope shout out to here. you shout out to you so man excited. i was what so a excited. time for your first win what a time i was and so jared excited. goff this is a, this has nothing to do with football jared goff is winning off the field that wasn't his first one of the year i, I that saw was the he- lions I, I saw Ian Rappaport tweet today. That was interesting. I'm not um, gonna del- I'm not gonna delve into it. Just go look it up. If you yeah, look just, up Jared Goff's name on Twitter, I'm sure it'll pop up. Jared or Goff. Or just go to Ian go to Ian Rappaport's Twitter page. Jared he Goff. You retweeted. That wasn't that wasn't oh. his first win of the year. He'd been winning. He'd been winning. That was the um, Lions' first win of the year. Yeah, dude. Shout out Don Burr. Uh, and my first thought, like I'm not even joking. My first thought anytime the Lions do anything is Don Burr. He lives in my fr- head rent free. 
Um, he's no offense, guys. One of my favorite commenters we have in here. I'm just going to be honest. It's like, it's you guys aren't all my children. I love all of you. I'm a big Don. Burr. Oh my God. It's Don Burr. Don Burr. Congratulations. Don Burr. Let's go, my Detroit boy. versus everybody. You know, maybe not everybody. Minnesota for sure. Minnesota for sure. Let's go, my boy. Shout out, Don Burr. I love Let's it. Let's go. One, eight and one. Playoffs, I think, still on the table. Maybe. I don't know. There's no E by their name. So playoffs still on the table. And actually, if you look at the, uh, you look at the nfc playoff picture 16 team is don burr the 15th team is the seattle seahawks which i don't know if that is good today but we could still save that about the seahawks i, I don't care i can do that um i don't know One who jeff too. is so i don't know if he's better than jimmy g oh don burr is at the pistons okc game right damn now? don i mean you out watching? here you, you out here getting dubs uh, your pistons are probably gonna win man what a what a few two days but another thing that i wanted to talk about real quick is that you know i know we made a lot of fun of dan campbell right but his press conference after man wow. i uh, i loved it man he he named all of the uh the ox is it oxford high school um um victims and he dedicated the game ball to them man i like that guy a lot man i really do football stuff aside man i really like his passion you can tell that he he wants to win for his team that was a big thing like golf has been has had some stuff said about him in the in the media you know by him and other people he threw that touchdown and the first thing he did somebody tried to like go and give him a high five he like literally like bull rushed that dude to go hug dan campbell man what a scene and what a time for it to happen because the vikings needed to lose so here we go uh we got a we got a donation from great fox 198 thank you man appreciate the donation hey fellas i went to the game and this was my first time seeing the shanahan 49ers in person and i have to say it's jaw-dropping seeing people run wide open on every pass play it was an eye-opener for you for me love the pod yeah being there's the all 22 you don't need to tape the drop (laughs) you don't need to tape the drop that's why People make fun of people who go to the game and they sit up a little bit higher. I enjoy that, actually, because yeah. I get to see the play develop. I get to see some of the concepts, and then I can literally go right and tweet like, man, this guy was wide open. The broadcast angle never really shows you everything as well. Yeah. So I like going to the game, and I like sitting up a little bit higher so you can get that little bit of an all-22 angle. Not sitting on the lights, but yeah. it you do get to see it. Uh, and, and that's the thing, man. It's, it's every week, even when the 49ers win. And that's why – when people point that out, it's always, well, why are you focused on that? It's every week. Yeah. It's every week. You every it's week. it's it's every week. And and what team, what 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 podcasters, what whatever, you know, people who cover the team, what group of, or what NFL team has the team, the people cover them that don't talk about the starting quarterback? Yeah. Name one. Yeah. Name one. Yeah. I mean, everybody always talks about, well, why do you guys keep talking about Jimmy G? Go listen to Steelers. Are they talking about nothing but Ben Roethlisberger? Go listen to the go listen yeah. to the Packers. Are they not talking about anything but Aaron Rodgers? Mm-hmm. Go go listen to Seattle. Have they not been crying about Russell Wilson this entire time? Like, come on, like stop with that too. Um, uh, the only thing is, is just you don't like to hear that, and that's dumb in my opinion because everybody talks about their quarterback if you cover the team in one way or another. Come yeah. on. Uh, this con- Gray Fox's comment to me is giving me like the vibe. You want you want to know vibes his comment is giving me is uh you remember when Rich Rich Madrid we love him on this podcast. Hi, he Rich went to Madrid. the game too. He did go to the game, but um um R- 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 when Rich Madrid over the the off season was tweeting uh, all twenty two tape and he was like, look how good Lincoln Tomlinson was here. Wink. Look how good Trent William when he realistically was showing off other things that were going on, specifically a quarterback thing going on. Uh, remember when he did that? That's kind of the vibe it gave me. Um, yeah. anyways, back to the original thing we were doing. Uh, because we, we got positive. We talked about Don Burr. I love Don Burr. And we extended um, the episode. 
and extended the episode because we love Don Burr that much. Like honestly, yeah, he came in, he came in trolling us, and I don't think he expected the amount of love we gave him. Well, the you other know, thing like, is, is that Twitter exploded. I know Don Burr is not on Twitter, right? And and he like Twitter, every, like I looked at every single tweet after that golf touchdown, and everyone said someone checked Don Burr. Where's yeah. Don Burr? Don Burr did it. Detroit versus everybody. Every so it's 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 yeah. less about not only just this podcast. Don Burr is a part of 49ers Twitter yeah. one yeah. way or another. And you just are at this point. And, and that's a big deal, man. I love Don Burr. I, I tweeted after the game. I said, uh, Sundays are for Don Burr. That's just that's what it. it is. Uh, yeah. the, if the season ended today, Jason Aponte, the San Francisco 49ers would be the seventh seed in the NFC. Uh, they would be going to green Bay to play the second seeded green Bay Packers, which I don't know if you listened to the preview, uh, episode of this, uh, show Jason for this season, I predicted the Niners going to Green Bay in the first round of the playoffs. So, hey, looking pretty good right now. Uh, The teams to worry about this week, and there's a plethora of them. Uh, The Washington football team, they I don't know if they're playing this week because it says they play Dallas, but then it says Philadelphia is playing Washington next. So I don't know when they play. Uh, There's still five weeks in week 14. Yeah, there's still. I know somebody has a bye. It just doesn't tell me who's on the bye this week. I think Um, the Eagles are. Then the Eagles are on the bye. Okay, perfect. Uh, yes, they're on the bye. They haven't had a bye yet. There you go. Uh, so Washington football team this week plays Dallas. They're six and six. They are tied with the Niners, but they're ahead because of tiebreaker reasons. Because uh, they're one and zero against their division. The Niners are one and four. Uh, Philadelphia is the eight seed. They're at six and seven, a half a game behind the Niners. That'll make up this week. Shout out Gardner uh, Minshew. They're on what Gardner Minshew? Shout out. Shout out. Shout out, shout out Gardner Minshew. Um, if you watch the video of him um, dapping up his dad after yes. the game, that is the reason that people play the game. And for people who made silly comments like, why are you so excited that you beat the Jets? It's more about Gardner Minshew understanding that your time in this league is short and you need to enjoy it all. And he probably never thought he'd get a chance to start again. And yep. and for him to be excited and you to turn it into, well, look who you played, shows kind of how miserable you are yourself a little bit. Uh, yeah, no, Gardner Minshew feel good story. That, that, that's just always good to see. Um, Minnesota, Carolina, Atlanta, New Orleans, all tied at five and seven, a game behind the Niners. Uh, and then we don't need to worry about teams after that. Uh, the Niners do have Carolina or not Carolina, Atlanta coming up. So there's where the Niners stand in the playoffs. Hey, that's, that's a positive takeaway. The Niners still in playoff position despite the loss yesterday. Uh, Jason, do you have any final thoughts before we get no, out of here? No, I think Icy that talk? we, we did a good job. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm wearing a patch on my back right now. Actually, and it feels pretty good, actually. Um, here's the thing is uh, this was always going to be the indicator as to where this team was going to go because it doesn't get more hostile than where they were at yesterday. Yep. And unfortunately, if that arrow seems to be trending down, it's probably for good reason. And at the same time, the 49ers are in the playoffs. So we can say that without, you know, being negative, but being objective, but also being objective, mm-hmm. 49ers are in the playoffs still right now and, yeah. and, and in control of their own destiny. They've already got all the tiebreakers, just win more games. Cincinnati, this is going to be – I don't know where I'm going with this game at all. I'm no. going gonna, gonna to have to try to pull – like I watched a lot of that game yesterday um, because they play at 1 o'clock. But, uh, yeah, man, I, man I, I don't know what to think uh, going into this game, uh, especially if Debo Samuel can't go and other things. I don't want to end this on a negative – yeah. It just is what it is. Well, I'll end it on a positive, Jason. As, as as negative as it feels right now, we were so positive last week. Where if the Niners, you know, go to Cincinnati and they they win, we're we're positive. We're we're back on that train. We're we're yeah. This sucks. It sucks. You lost to a division rival, but 
a, a win in Cincinnati is huge. It, it would be huge. And we would be talking about the, the seven and six Niners. They're, they they jumped ahead of the Washington football team. They're the sixth seed now. And now, hey, the the uh, what's their name? The Rams lost whoever they're playing on Sunday. Niners are one game behind the Rams. So now they might jump to the five seed, things like that. So there, there's a lot we can be positive about. A lot we can be positive about uh, if, if Cincinnati, if the Cincinnati game is a win. So let, let's see where it's at on Monday, but we'll see where we're at Friday and we'll have a preview for you. Uh, Paul Madison, hopefully you're still here. Oh my goodness. 49ers daddy. Thank you for the donation with Mosley out. Do we lose the rest of the games? Um, I'm going to withhold that question until Friday. Cause that's a Friday question. And we are going to end on a positive note. Uh, really appreciate the donation though. We'll talk about Mosley more on Friday. Uh, Paul Madison, if you are still here, I saw your question earlier. The Wolverhampton Wanderers loss was brutal. 94th minute goal allowed to Liverpool. It sucked. I hated my life. Woke up at seven in the morning for it, and I hated everything. Jason Aponte, as always. Let's go, Niners. Let's go, Niners. Don Burr, I love you.